whether it be the newfound freedom, the years gone by, the new environment, the moving out process, or the college education system itself that's full of opportunities and challenges, college is undoubtedly a place of change and growth. Many people transform during their college year, figure out who they want to be, figure out who they don't want to be, and make big life decisions. Today, we will dive right in into the self-growth part of college. This is Dear Freshman. Hi everyone, welcome back to Bella with One L podcast. This is the second episode of Dear Freshman. And today, we are going to dive right in to the topic of self-growth in college. I think college is a wonderful place for self-growth, whether it be continuing your journey that you have started long before or starting out the journey itself. Because college is full of opportunities and challenges and there's room for freedom and independence and it's just, it's a great place to try to ask questions, get answers, and figure ourselves out. One of the quotes that I have read somewhere in it say that college is basically a daycare for young adults we still don't know what to do with. And that's kind of true, partially, because although some people go to college for a reason and with a purpose and passion and an actual thing to reach or dreams or things like that. Some people also go to college just because it's the next natural step after high school and before work and therefore college is a place for them to figure themselves out. Whichever one you are, you still get the chance to do that in college regardless of why you went to college and what's your true purpose of going to college. Now, Self-growth is a very, very um, broad term. We can talk about a lot of things underneath that term. And some people call it self-improvement. Some people call it self-development. Some people call it self-help or self-discovery. I'm just going to use the term self-growth throughout this entire podcast just to keep it simple. But basically, it's the idea that there's always room for improvement within ourselves there's always something that we can work on there's always something that we can reach there's always something that we can do to make ourselves feel better and live better and usually it starts with self-awareness um i'm gonna dive into that later but first let me tell you this idea that i have in my head I don't remember whether I have read this from somewhere or did it just come to mind, but it certainly is um, coming to my mind as I was brainstorming for this podcast. And it is the idea that self-growth is divided into two parts. So the first part of self-growth is the inward part. It is the part that has to do with our relationship with ourselves. It's the part that has to do with how we feel about ourselves, how we treat ourselves, and whether or not we are aligned with who we want to be. 
And I think that's an important part of self-growth. And then the second part is the outward part. And I think um, if I were to put the outward part in one sentence, I would say that it is the ability to navigate the opportunities presented at us. So whether or not we take the opportunity, whether or not we can learn from it, grow from it, whether we succeed or fail or learn or all the other things. And the possibilities are endless. It could be about organizations, it could be about competition, championship, or just academic in general. And juggling all that could be difficult. That's why we have to work on ourselves first so we can juggle the outward things better. And the idea of self-growth is also the idea of living intentionally, of knowing what we want and how we want to get there, of knowing what we as a person stand for and what we want to work towards. And I think it's one of the most important journey of life, being able to know ourselves and being able to travel the journey of self-growth. This podcast is going to talk about five of the most important things about self-growth in college especially for freshmen based on my experience and what i believe in and you know i'm not an expert i just want to put a disclaimer here i'm not a psychologist i'm not a self-growth expert or a writer of a self-help book i'm just a girl in senior year who happened to believe in the idea of improving myself and the idea of living intentionally and i have to have a podcast so i'm going to tell you all about the things that i know all right um before i begin i just want to introduce you to this tune that i will play in between each of the five sections so here it is Did you like that tune? <laughs> it's free. Okay. <laughs> Let me get to the number one of the five things about self-growth in college as a freshman. So number one, dear freshman, get to know yourself. I know it sounds cliche and it's not rocket science and it's not groundbreaking discovery, but Getting to know yourself is one of the most important things that you can do in your life. And it's one that nobody else can do for you. You have to do it yourself. Because ultimately, we know ourselves the best. But that doesn't mean we know ourselves directly, like immediately, like without work. I think getting to know ourselves takes work, getting to know what we truly want in life and who we truly want to be takes work. And it's the journey of self-discovery. And I think it is the core of self-growth. Self-awareness is the core of self-growth. Many books say that and I agree with that because if we don't know what we are working for, or where we want to head toward then we would never know what to do to work for it or 
what steps to take and so getting to know yourself is important and you don't have to wait until college to get to know yourself it, it's a journey and it's a never-ending journey and you've probably started it a long time ago but i think getting to know yourself consciously like consciously trying to get to know yourself is different than just figuring it out along the way without giving it a thought because oftentimes that's what we kind of do that's what people do and then when presented the question of describe yourself we start to think really hard and we don't know what to write or what to say but as we grow older we'll realize that getting to know ourselves take work and i think college is a great place to start now how do we get to know ourselves where well, there are plenty of ways to get to know yourself you could start journaling which is my personal favorite way i love journaling i think it's great i think journaling helps putting our abstract thoughts into structure on a physical form that you can read again manage organize and try to digest and understand it's great you could meditate you could talk to someone as in a therapist or a trusted friend or your parents you could i don't know what else. i think all i do is journaling but whatever way you want to do to get to know yourself just be sure to do it because the journey of self-growth begins with self-awareness if you don't know yourself it's gonna be tough to continue the journey of self-growth and that's just the fact and it will take time and you will one day transform change or adapt and that's okay what matters is that you are conscious about it you know yourself and you know what you're doing so that you can do things more intentionally number two get to know your new environment i think that is just as important as getting to know yourself so when you first enter a college it's a new environment and if you think about it again it's not just your college that's a part of that environment it's not the institution that you go to it's also the people that you go with the staff professors the organizations that exist in that place the extracurriculars all that thing the new city maybe even and the new dorm or the new place to stay if you are moving out so there's a lot of elements to getting to know your environment and i think it's worth it to take some time to actually explore ask questions get informations and really really take time to get to know your new environment because by getting to know our environment, we are making ourselves more familiar with it. And anything that is not familiar is usually scary. So if we take time to get to know our environment and really become familiar with it, it will eventually become less scary. And that's when we would be able to be more comfortable in being ourselves and in taking chances and taking risks and you know, maximizing the opportunities that are presented to us. A few things that I think are very, very important to get to know 
when you first get to college is number one the system and by the system i don't just mean the education system that's obviously important as i have mentioned on the previous episode of this series about the, the academics you also need to know the systems of which the other things around the campus work like the healthcare maybe or the the way you can borrow books from the library or the clubs and by clubs i mean the student clubs not the dancing clubs like the student clubs and the organizations that are there and the volunteering opportunities maybe or job opportunities you know that kind of system like how do you apply what are they looking for in you and what do you get out of it that kind of stuff and then you need to know the institutions why say institutions instead of institution? Because I don't just mean the institution that you go to. I mean the institutions that are around that area as well or around your field of major or work or study. And then the opportunities. So that's important because when I first go to college, I didn't know what opportunities there are and so i started to commit into something without exploring all the other options and then three years later i kind of regret some of it because i'm like i didn't know that other opportunities existed so i just completely commit myself into one thing so just to make sure that that doesn't happen to any of you don't forget to explore all the possible opportunities that are available so you can make an informed decision before committing into something and then next get to know the places the places where you can eat the places where you can print your essay the places where you can change your clothes bathroom obviously but you know get to know how many bathrooms are there in the building or something like that because knowing the places will definitely give you an advantage along the way and then get to know the culture if you are moving into a new city especially or a new country getting to know the culture can really help you with the friendship thing which is very tricky to manage there's gonna be an entire episode about friendship but get to know the culture to help you out with everything else because honestly navigating people is all about getting to know the culture and getting to know what is it that's acceptable for you to say or do and what is not and it's very tricky to do because i don't think you're supposed to ask them about their culture unless they offer themselves to give you guidance in most places not in all places but it's something that you need to observe daily and in order to do so you need to socialize which is scary when you're first there but over time it's gonna be easier and then get to know the possibilities um again this has something to do with opportunities but it's not just opportunities it's also whether or not it's possible for you perhaps to do this or to do that you know all the things that you have question about just ask away find out get some information get some answers so that you know how to navigate your life in that place observe ask questions try explore experience process and then draw your own understanding and conclusions and why did i say that because 
Sometimes when we ask people about things, when we ask people about their opinion or about their knowledge, people will have varying answers. And in those cases, when you get various answers from different sources, you have to know which source can you trust better than the other source. Because sometimes when the information is different, it's either one of the sources are wrong and the other one is right or the other one misinterpreted it but it's originally the same correct information but if it's about opinion always always observe and think for your own and if you are wondering um how much time you get in order to get to know yourself and get to know your environment before taking certain opportunities i would say it depends and I would also say, if by the time, let's say, um, an opportunity is about to close and you still haven't figured yourself out, the important question that you can ask yourself is whether or not you would be sorry if you miss out on that opportunity. If you are, you better try it and winging it along the way, you can figure yourself out while trying things you can learn about yourself and learn about the opportunity while being in the opportunity um just winging it as you go and above all these two steps the getting to know yourself and the getting to know your environment takes time and takes actual conscious processing so don't forget to take your time and process information whenever you get one so that you can remember it, you can understand it, and you can draw your own conclusions. Side note, even if you're not moving to a new city, you are still going to a new place of study. No longer high school and no longer your school. So since it is a whole new institution, and a whole new set of people that you have to deal with, you still have to get to know the culture and the environment because it's usually going to be pretty different from your high school and getting to know things can help you along the way. Number three, prioritize and organize. Now, this is a very big one and a very important one. Oftentimes, when we are still a freshman, we get confused because, again, it's a whole new chapter of life and you are suddenly going to be presented with new opportunities that you didn't know about, that you didn't know before, that you didn't even know existed, or, you know new people and new experiences that you get to have and all these new things that you can do and suddenly your schedule is packed with things to do and it is so easy to get carried away especially at that exploring first stage of college where you think you should try everything which is great you have to try things but it is also important to remember why we go to college in the first place. Did you go to college to find yourself or figure yourself out? Did you go to college to make friends? Did you go to college to study? 
whichever one it is for you, it's important to prioritize and organize. So after you have felt comfortable enough with getting to know yourself and you have gotten enough information about your environment, you need to line them up and see which opportunities you want to take which organizations you want to apply for, maybe competition or championships. And then remember to also include your academic schedule and then prioritize and organize. So it's all about time management, right? When people talk about this prioritizing and organizing things, but it's also about energy management because doing things doesn't only take time it also takes effort and energy and sometimes we can stack up our schedules to the point our google calendar is like super super full but if we don't have the energy to do them all we are not going to do them all so other than remembering how much time each things take and then scheduling them also remember that your body needs to recharge that you're not gonna have all the energy to function in 24 hours as a whole you still need eight hours of sleep you need some time to eat some time to brush your teeth you know that kind of stuff so um even though i encourage you to take as many things as possible or to explore and try new things and join organization i still would like to remind you that it is important to prioritize and organize so by prioritizing things you can choose which things deserve more of your time and energy than the other and if there was a time where the things clash you get to decide which one is more important to you because you have already decided for yourself that you are going to prioritize a certain things over the other and you know by getting organized you can probably make time for every single one of them and make some room in your daily energy bar to give to any one of them and it's great because then you'll be able to feel composed and organized and ready to take on all the things that you want to take on and prioritizing and organizing would also be helpful if you have already taken the time to get to know yourself and know what your goals are what you want to focus on and where do you want to be later on on say your senior year of college or even after so take a look at those notes that you've taken about yourself and use it as a base to um, manage the priorities priority scale ah that's the word to manage the priority scale and to prioritize things and put things in order and also to organize things and be sure that you have things in place and time and energy to do them and yes at the end of the day even if we have the energy if we don't have the motivation we're not gonna do it either so maybe you can also think about that think about why you want to do certain things what's the purpose of certain things and whenever you feel down or a bit lazy or whenever you forgot why you started you can remind yourself again and then get back up and i also would like to remind you 
that even though we have set our priorities and we have organized things, sometimes things just don't go exactly the way we want. Sometimes our plans can be cancelled or delayed or destroyed or changed or add on and that's why I believe that we need to be flexible even though we have prioritized and organized things we still have to expect some changes to happen and allow some shifts to happen because if we don't do that we're gonna get stressed out because things don't work out the way that we want it to work out and that's not a good stress so yeah prioritize organize and allow some changes to happen along the way whenever it's necessary i like to do this on bullet journal i really like doodling so bullet journal is all about doodling and all about creating my own space to put all the time and energy and prioritize and organize into one physical book that i can carry around anywhere i go and i really like that but if you're into digital planning, that's also an option. You can also do that. I think my main concern with digital planning is that I don't have my laptop with me all the time. And there are just times when I can't open it up and have it in my hand just like that. And with my phone, my problem is I get distracted when I'm planning on my phone. So that's my problem. But if you have no problem with digital planning, that's a very nice and efficient way of doing things. I prefer bullet journal. Some people prefer digital planning. Whatever you do, do not not plan. Because in college, you have independence, right? And you have options and you have freedom and you can do all these things. And it's so easy to get carried away doing what we want to do instead of doing what we need to do when we're not prioritizing and organizing. So by prioritizing and organizing things and having it noted down, whether it be on a paper or on a screen, really helps to remind us of what we want to do and why we want to do it and when we should do it. So that's that for number three. Number four. Dear freshmen, have a growth mindset. Now, growth mindset is a phrase that gets thrown around a lot in the self-improvement community of YouTube and Instagram and also on many many self-help books that I have read. So having a growth mindset means having a mindset that allows growth, a mindset that allows flexibility and change in ourselves, a mindset that's all about adaptability. And the opposite of a growth mindset is a fixed mindset. A fixed mindset is the mindset that we cannot change we cannot grow, we cannot adapt, and we cannot transform. In action, it means... Um, let me give you an example to explain this easier. So someone with a growth mindset would say, in order to do that thing that I really want to do, I have to be able to paint? Well, I have never painted before, but that's okay, I can try. 
and I can learn, and I can see whether it works out or not, and I can learn from the experience. While someone with a fixed mindset would say, I don't want to do that. Just because I want the thing doesn't mean that I have to learn because I just am not an artsy person and I cannot paint and I don't want to paint. So I'm not going to do that. And another example would be someone with a growth mindset would say, oh, so in order to step up for this role, I have to learn how to lead. Well, I have never been a team leader before, but I will try my best and I will learn as I go. And I will grow into a leader that this team needs me to be. Well, someone with a fixed mindset will run away from the opportunity, not willing to try or learn because they believe that they would suck at it, even though they've never even tried it. So basically, having a growth mindset means the willingness to try, the willingness to learn as you go, the willingness to Allow yourself the chance to learn and grow, while fixed mindset would be all about not even wanting to try just because it sounds difficult or they've never done that before or they just don't want to learn about it. So I think in college, having a growth mindset really helps. It opens up opportunities. It allows you to try all the things that you want to try and it also reminds you that nobody is perfect there's always room for improvement and we can always just try and learn and see where it goes because even though at the end of the day maybe we realize that thing is not ours it's not our thing to do and we're not so great at it at least we tried and at least we learned and at least we know that it's not our thing because that realization is also important and someone with a fixed mindset would miss out on that opportunity to learn and to get to know themselves even better and to try to do the things that they were presented the opportunity of and it's just when you're in college there's going to be some opportunities that you're not going to get again the next year or you're not going to be able to do later on after you graduate college so having a fixed mindset would not support your personal growth it would not support your journey to become the best version of yourself and it would even prevent you from getting to know yourself and getting to know whether that thing that you were supposed to try was something for you or not and it's just it's a waste of opportunity and potential so Whenever you feel like you want to try something because you're new to it and you don't know whether you can do it or not, just believe that you can do it. And if you can't believe that you can do it, believe that you can try it, that you can learn along the way, that you are brave. And if you can't believe that you are brave, believe that you can at least try to be brave or you can do it regardless you're brave or not just at the very bare minimum if you also cannot believe in that just believe that anyone can learn if they want to and believe that you can learn so that you can try and you will willing to try it because if we train ourselves to think that way to think that anything is possible as long as you are willing to try and learn 
then that's just gonna you know give us some boost to do things and motivate us to try things and from the wise words of maddie rooney from live and maddie a disney plus show that i've been binge watching since disney plus launch in indonesia fear is just one more reason to try even harder so whenever you are presented with an opportunity that you are afraid of remind yourself that that fear comes from discomfort and it's because this thing is new and that's just another reason to basically try harder at it and learn from it and succeed yeah <laughs> and last but not least number five dear freshman take every advice you hear with a grain of salt why because there will be people who feel compelled to give you advice whether it is solicited or unsolicited advice and not every advice is good advice sometimes good advice is not even always for you because you're the one who knows yourself best and you're the one who knows your circumstances best and you're the one who ultimately can decide whether that advice is a good advice for you or not so whenever you hear an advice from someone just take time to really process it before you take actions or before you completely just take it all in and believe in it because even though advice oftentimes comes from a good place the circumstances are just not always feasible to the person giving advice it's not always the most specific advice that you need always the most correct one that you need at the moment so no matter how good an advice might sound you still need to remember to take it all with a grain of salt people give advice solicited or unsolicited for a number of different reasons but one of the most common reasons of why people give advice out of nowhere is usually either because they succeeded and they would like you to know how because they would like you to also be able to succeed yourself or it's because they have made mistakes that they wish they didn't make or they have done some things wrong in the past that they wish they hadn't done and they just want to tell you all about it so you can avoid making the same mistakes or you can avoid some bad things that might come your way if you don't do a certain thing and while both intent are good again everyone is on their own journey and everyone has their own unique circumstances and everyone is themselves unique and one only and all of that thing but at the end of the day we are the one who know ourselves so yeah <laughs> you know when i was in usa um as an exchange student i was a very confused exchange student i thought i was prepared but once i got there i realized there is nothing that could have prepared me for whatever that was and i kept feeling lost and so whenever someone gave me an advice i just 
follow it because it was easy you know it was easier to just follow someone's advice rather than think of it for myself and then one day one of my host siblings told me that I needed to stop letting everybody write their opinion for me and start writing my own opinion that I needed to start following my heart or my intuition or my gut or whatever it is that I truly want to do and I think that's right even though people who give advice usually mean well and they don't want you to fail or make mistakes but this is college you have to fail you have to make mistakes you have to learn for yourself you have to allow yourself to go out there and and make mistakes because it's not fun without it <laughs> that's first and secondly sometimes you just gotta do it yourself sometimes you just gotta learn for yourself and i think college is a place where you get to do that with the least amount of consequence compared to if you were to make the same mistake when you're outside of college yeah so so my point is take every advice with a grain of salt because you are your own person and you are on your own journey and you are the one who know yourself and your circumstances the best yep that's number five For listening to this second episode of Dear Freshman on Bella with One Elf podcast. In summary, to begin your self-growth journey in college as a freshman, you have to first get to know yourself and then get to know your environment, prioritize and organize, have a growth mindset, and take every advice with a grain of salt. Don't forget that the conversation continues on our Instagram at Bella with One Elf podcast, so be sure to follow and join the fun. You can also email me on bellawithoneelpodcast.com questions, suggestions, or to have a chat with me. If you like this episode, don't forget to listen to the next episode coming up this Monday, and we are going to talk about Living Away Survival Kit. Thank you, and have a nice one. Bye!